Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet Lamar, and joining us today, we have Dr. Pantas Sataji. He is the founder at Latticework Incorporated. Welcome, Pantas. Well, thank you, Juliet. I'm so happy that you're taking the time to join us here today because you've got a lot of exciting things to talk about. <laughs> sure. Yes, uh, <laughs> we would like to talk about uh, my new venture, Latticework Inc., and uh, yes. hopefully we get some words out there for people to be aware of what we're doing. So why don't you go ahead and give us an overview of Lattice Working? Okay. Uh, so uh, where does it start? Uh, I think uh, uh, I'll just say about a little bit about what my interest was and how we get into this. And, Absolutely. Uh, okay. So basically, uh, you know, I was in the storage business, in the chip side of the storage business, and I always wanted to get into the system side of it. Uh, and uh, we see that the cloud storage uh, is really where the growth is. Uh, existing enterprise storage is very large, but it's pretty much stagnant. So as a, as a startup, it would be prudent to get into something that is growing instead of not something that is big but stagnant, right? Uh, so suddenly I'm looking at cloud as a, as a platform, but uh, I have always had some lingering uh, concern about how cloud is uh, deployed, uh, executed uh, today. Uh, basically, uh, all the existing uh, cloud service providers, uh, they all pretty much want to suck all your data uh, into their cloud. Uh, while they provide really very good services, very a lot of convenience, uh, I always feel somewhat uncomfortable that I give away the most private part of, you know, my 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 content, everything, right? Uh, whether I intend to share or not, I'll be putting into the cloud. Say, is it safe? I always have that lingering concern. So uh, uh, the decision was uh, to, well, why not put ownership of the data in the hand of the consumer themselves, right? But also give the convenience that they have come to expect that the cloud provides. Uh, as you know, uh, privacy has uh, become uh, something that is uh, very much in everybody's mind because of recent abuse cases. But the truth is that when consumers are only given you know, uh, two choices, they have to choose one, whether they, they have to pick either convenience or privacy, they, are, they overwhelmingly basically choose Convenience, right? I mean, I don't think people are really that naive that, that says that, oh, the cloud is definitely not going to be, uh, uh, you know, leaking the data and things like that. Things, bad things can happen. Not that they, uh, the cloud service provider intends to, but it happens. Sometimes they did intend to because they, you are on a, a, a social networking platform that only use advertising as the revenue source. Of course, your data will definitely be effectively mined. And I don't think people really don't know about that. They just hope that nothing bad will happen. But it's been proven that all those who are wishful thinking and 
the reason we built Lattice Work, the, the, the kind of platform we're building, uh, is to basically sidestep all these issues. I will give the consumer control of the data by saying that you keep your data. However, I will give you all the other services, the connectivity, and all the sharing capability, and all the services that you're used to having from the first service provider. Uh, that, that, in a nutshell, at, you know, at the very, very simplistic uh, view, uh, you know, what we are trying to be different from the other parts of this provider. And I was going to say, what are some of the, you know, the main issues that you encounter with cloud storage that you're concerned about, and how are, how are you specifically tackling those issues with Latticework? Uh, first of all, if you if you look at the amount of data that uh, consumers are generating, it is mostly your photos and videos, and going more and more into videos. No matter how big your cell phone uh, storage is, you know, we start with 32 gig, 64 gig, 128, and 256. It's never enough. So you know, the the common experience that you know people have is that they just keep filling up their storage, right? So uh, one common uh, solution that they have is, uh, well, let's just store it in Google Photo, for example, or Apple iCloud. Now, with Google Photo, the nice thing is that it's mostly free if you allow them to downsize your image. But to me, that's kind of crazy because people buy the latest gadget, the latest smartphone having the best camera, you know, very high-resolution pictures and videos. Yet the only thing they save will be in, you know, much lower resolution as if they have a camera that is, you know, three, four years old. So to me, that, that really does not make sense. Uh, paid services like iCloud or Dropbox, uh, Google Drive, uh, yes, uh, they will keep your stuff in original resolution, but it's uh, more expensive. Uh, and, you know, there's always that concern that, you know, uh, if things are in the hands in the cloud, massive amount of data in the cloud, they are really a great target for hackers, right? It's, it's not that the, the, the cloud service providers intend to let things get leaked up, but bad things happen because they are the aggregation point for all the, the data. So a hit, you know, a successful hack will will access a lot of data. So in my view, a, a much more distributed system where we we spread every user's data uh, in their own home will make the system more robust. First, because there are too many targets to hit from by any hacker. Secondly, we can provide two levels of protection. The first level of protection is that the devices itself, themselves will, will, will self-protect and prevent some, somebody from hacking in. The second level is that the connected cloud service where all access have to first go through it's our cloud, and we will provide that first, that, that uh, one more level of protection. So uh, by doing so, we, we are making things uh, harder to hack into, and we are making uh, the data much uh, less attractive for somebody to, to, to hack into, simply because of the scale of large numbers, right? They're too spread out. You don't know which one is worth uh, hacking into. Now, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, anybody can and guarantee that uh, software has no bugs. Everybody tried to, to use uh, a lot of open source uh, software to build up their system. We are no, we're not any different, but what I'm saying is that uh, there are ways to improve things, 
by having certain policies, uh, making things less attractive to be hacked, uh, doing exactly the same thing the other guys do to make sure that even if they know you are the target, you it will be difficult to hack and adding more layer of protection. That's the kind of approach that we're taking. Uh, it's multi-pronged approach, not a single way of uh, protecting your data. And and having multiple ways to protect the data is, you know, you're attacking the problem from, from multiple angles. It's going to provide many different solutions for, for a single problem. Um, give us a little insight into your product, Amber. Uh, okay. Uh, so, actually, I, I don't think it, 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 uh, it, you know, we don't want to oversell the, the part, the, the, you know, that is the privacy part, right? It is something that we consider, you know, the right of the user. Uh, really, we have to solve a problem for, for the user, for people to, to pick up a product. Uh, the way I see it is that the biggest, uh, the biggest, uh, uh, you know, pain points that consumers are facing today is that their cell phone become full all the time, very quickly. Uh, my own experience is that whatever I start with, you know, I have a, I have a 64 gigabyte cell phone, you know, I will fill, I will use it all, you know, 70, 80% up in the first year and the second year, third year on, I will be self-throttling and say, wow, I only have, you know, 30% left, 10% left, 5% left. I start to slow down how I use my device. To me, that's kind of crazy because that's simply because I, I have no good way of, of backing up my data. If I do back it up, I always have run into problems where how do I re-access it? It's very, very common that when you go to some kind of social settings, you want to show somebody some pictures uh, or photos from a year ago, you find that it's part of your cell phone memory. It's it's in some way in your backup device that you have a hard time finding. We want to mm-hmm. solve all those issues for, for the consumers, right? I mean, th- those are the, the most direct pain points that consumer will relate to. Uh, and we're saying that, oh, by the way, we're doing it in such a way that it is going to protect your privacy a lot better than uh, what the cloud guys, uh, the pure cloud guys can provide. Uh, so uh, that that is our our most important use uh, uh, use case for consumers. But of course, very, we very won't stop there, right? Uh, mm-hmm. When you create a lot of data, you need to be, have ability to share. You know, by being a full cloud service, we allow people to do sharing to anybody in the cloud. And we also try to add, uh, uh, you know, facial recognition, uh, indexing, so it is easy to sift through your your photo and video collection to find things. Uh, not many people have really have the patience to to go through one picture at a time or one video at a time uh, when they want to look for something. This is really another pain point that most people have. Uh, we're going to help them by by, by providing uh, the same, you know, similar type of uh, AI functionality that the existing cloud guys are providing. Very cool because that is, you know, with all this content comes the need to to search and to sort through all of it, which right. can take a long astronomical amount of time. So, simplifying that process is is go- definitely going to give you uh, bonus points with consumers. Definitely. Um, I was just going to ask for you to give us a little of your background so our audience can understand a little bit more of where you came from and and how you got to this point. <laughs> That would be a long story, so if you don't mind, I'll just 
give you a short form of that. Uh, I have been an electronics uh, hobbyist since I was around 12 years old, but uh, I'm not the traditional uh, hobbyist where I only hacked on things I like. I am one of the few who will be willing to learn something new if that is a prerequisite for my original interest. So, uh, you know, throughout my educational years from, you know, 12 years old through my college years, most of the time I spend uh, on other things, uh, you know, uh, the prerequisites for, for learning uh, any subject, uh, technical subject like electronics will be physics, math, and a bunch of other things. Uh, I was just learning all those other other subjects uh, most of the time because I knew that, you know, they, they're going to be uh, needed uh, to, to be good at what I, you know, I wanted to do. Uh, so even even after I graduated, uh, 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 let me see, let, let me just roll back a, a little bit. Uh, when I was at uh, doing my PhD, I was not even doing circuits. Uh, I was doing process and process simulation, which is a lot of uh, software uh, programming and numerical analysis and things like that. When I work for when I first uh, got my uh, got my first job at IBM, I was assigned a job to do magnetic recording. Uh, and uh, if you look back throughout my years, uh, I've been doing a lot of different things, learning a lot of different th- uh, things that seem to be random. But the way I see it is that they strengthen my overall technical uh, uh, background. And uh, and I look back and see that that whole process, the, the most important thing that uh, a trait uh, that, uh, I, that I acquired, uh, I think, has to be uh, learning to build tools that I need uh, for my job, uh, whatever that is. Uh, so from 12 years old to 30 years old before I started, started uh, Marvell, that's almost 20 years. Uh, I, you know, I've been going through a journey where I learned and work on many different things. Uh, it was, you know, it took really almost two decades for me to circle back uh, when I get back to Marvell, uh, started Marvell to do, doing uh, heavy-duty circuit design again. Uh, you know, and I think the previous experience that I built, uh, uh, that I acquired, really helped me in that process. Uh, I'm not doing things simply at the, at the micro level. Uh, doing chips seems like a very detailed design. But I could look at the, uh, more at the system side, uh, what the chip is going to be used in, and what the requirement of those bigger systems. And uh, and I think that that gives us a distinct advantage over our competitors. Uh, basically, we went from you know a startup uh, uh, at a time uh, that we started with 12, 13, 14 other competitors, and by, by at the end of it, uh, today we have only. Uh, two, two, pretty much two storage chip companies for hard disk drives. Marvel is the biggest one. So, and I think I think uh, the our the the kind of system minded uh, view that we have really helped us uh, uh, put us in that into that position. You know, but ultimately, I I like system too much, and I wanted to do more in in, in, in systems. Uh, that's how I decided that uh, I have to leave Marvell to really form a system company. Uh, but my decision uh, to go after system is go directly to consumers. Uh, and 
and that's 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 how uh, you know I found it uh, led us to uh, build something that it's different enough, but has can leverage some of the knowledge that I've built up over the years in, in the storage space, uh, and you know build a platform that is uh, you know pre- uh, that is it's, it's really a big system. Uh, is what the consumer needs, and uh, and we can expand the services further from there. Once you have the data, you can do a lot of other things like you know, artificial intelligence, really helping the, 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 the consumers sit through the data, make their data useful. Our motto is really, uh, and our tagline is really uh, make your data active, uh, really replay life. We say that your data is your life, you know, your memory, and it should not be uh, be put into cold storage. You should relive it, uh, and and you know the only way to do that is to make the data readily available, easily accessed by yourself, and easily shared to anybody. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, how what is the user experience when they come and you know they want to start using your your product? Uh, so. Uh, we, we try to make things as simple uh, for the user as possible. Uh, if you look at how cloud is, why cloud is so easy to use, it's because you just uh, sign up, you know, enter your account and password and a few validation steps, and you're, you're good to go, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, with, uh, with owning a, a hardware at home, you have a, a few more steps you have to do. But it is still pretty much... Uh, uh, the the most time consuming part is still uh, uh, you know identifying the owner ownership you know the account name the uh, the, the the passwords and things like that uh, for the owner and any sub accounts for the family members uh, after that uh, then we all we need to do all the rest that use the uh, the the device will simply need to to sign up to a cloud account uh, we we will bind the local account to the cloud account. And for people that own the Ember uh, device, uh, the device that we sell, uh, they will bind their local account to their cloud account to, to make the cloud service the Ember device uh, in terms of sharing and things like that. Uh, for all other users, all they need is their cloud account, and they will be able to receive uh, shares from anybody else, whether it is in the cloud or whether coming uh, a file, a uh, photo, video com- coming from an Ember device from someone else, they all show up in a single account, right? I, I just need this way from a consumer point. I just need to log into my cloud account and I see everything. I see all the incoming share from anybody. Uh, I will be able to share something back using that portal to anybody else. So the the use model is is pretty much the same as a traditional uh, uh, cloud service uh, uh, use model. Uh, whether you're at home, whether you're on the go, it looks the same thing. Uh, you know, all the heavy lifting uh, are done behind the scene by our cloud service. We will connect, you know, uh, you uh, to the data that somebody uh, share you uh, to you automatically behind the scene. Wow, very very great. And so, if if someone wants to to learn more about about Lattice Work Inc. To learn more about Amber, what's the best place to find information and to get connected? Uh, we have uh, our website, uh, myamberlife.com. Uh, that's uh, M-Y-A-M-B-E-R 
lifefe.com. Uh, we will put a lot more information uh, as we go on. Uh, right now, there is there's some information in there. You can also sign up uh, to learn more. As we, you know, we will be able to contact you if you have certain interests. We will be able to contact you. Otherwise, uh, you know, you will find more and more information on the website. Uh, you can also watch uh, uh, some of our marketing video uh, on YouTube. Uh, uh, if you just search uh, Amber Replay Live, uh, you'll find our video. Uh, look at it; it's a kind of interesting video to show, you know, you know how people uh, uh, relate to their memories and will use the device. Uh, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you'll find. Uh, uh, it to be useful, and uh, certainly we are still uh, adding more content to our website. So, uh, you know, keep, keep coming to our website to look for more information. And we're planning to launch a product, uh, uh, a pre-sale uh, campaign uh, by Friday this week. Uh, Very exciting. Yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're not a typical startup. We've been running this for almost four years now. Uh, we are not trying to uh, you know, we're not using uh, somebody's uh, uh, money to fund our R&D. We do that ourselves. Uh, uh, we just want to give people a heads up, uh, an early reservation capability. We're basically planning to uh, ship a product in, in October timeframe. Everyone will be on the lookout for that for sure. Dr. Pantos, thank you so much for joining us today on Future Tech Podcast. Well, thank you very much, Juliet. That is Dr. Pantas Sutaja. He is the founder of Latticework, Inc. Thank you all so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast. I've been your host, Juliet Lamar. Catch you guys next time. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.